Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of Twirl Talk Podcast. I am your host, Liz Cox, and y'all, I'm so excited to introduce you to today's guest. She is one of our dearest friends. We connected with her a couple years ago in the bridal industry, and she is just truly one of our favorite people in the entire world. And after today, you're going to feel the same way. (laughs) Rachel is just one of those people that you immediately feel connected to and just want more of her in your life. She is a force to be reckoned with in all the right ways. But to give you a little bit of background on who Rachel is, Rachel is a Nashville, Tennessee native, and she is a fellow bridal store owner. She is the owner of The Bride Room in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, She's also a coach with Do You Speak Brides, so she is just a brilliant businesswoman. She loves women, advocates for them, and just loves to celebrate their lives. Um, Today is just a fun episode. She's pulling back the curtain on um, life as a not total newlywed, but she's still in that. I mean, still in that couple year mark. Um, So pulling back the curtain on what it was like to be a bride herself and knowing what she knows now as a business owner and a business coach for the bridal industry um, and just kind of weaving those two things together for the best advice that she can give a bride to have the best experience possible when shopping for your wedding dress, but also wedding planning and just life as a wife. Um, Rage is the best, and I just feel really excited that you guys get to hear from her today. She is, she's a gem. She's a gem, and you're going to just want to be her best friend by the time this episode's over, and she'll be like, come on, come on down to Nashville. I mean, literally, if you if you DM'd her and were like, hey, I'm coming to Nashville. I heard you on Troll Talk Podcast. She'd be like, okay, girl, I'll meet you for drinks. Like, she's just that kind of person. So get excited. Rach is the best. And she's full of all kinds of just amazing insight and wisdom and encouragement. So get excited. But before we dig in, I want to give a huge shout out to today's podcast sponsor, Simply Done Invites. If you've been around the podcast this season, you've heard us talk about Becca and her amazing team over there a hundred times, but what's 101 more, right? (laughs) Simply Done Invites is a local to Lexington, Kentucky custom design invitation company that can serve brides nationally. They don't just customize pre-made invitations to match your colors. They start from scratch and make a design that is 100% original for your wedding. An invitation is a guest's first look into your wedding day. From your save of the dates to your day of stationery, Simply Done Invites wants your guests to be just as excited about your event as you are. What better way than a custom design invitation and paper theme that will perfectly fit your style? They are here to help create a day to remember by creating an original paper suite just for you. Their work is truly amazing, you all. We love them so much. And if you mention Simply Twirl, you will get free RSVP envelope printing from them. So thank you, Becca and your team for your incredible support this season. We are so grateful for you guys and y'all don't miss out on that amazing, generous offer. All right. I'm going to quit rambling. Today's a fun one. Sit back, relax, and enjoy Miss Rachel Apple. Y'all, we are so excited today. We have one of our best friends on the show. Um, You all may not be familiar with Rachel, but she is based out of Nashville. She's another, we met her cause she owns a bridal store too. And so today's just going to be a really fun episode of like girl talk with wedding planning, but Rachel's going to bring just a really cool, unique perspective to it all. So Rach, I could talk about you. I could talk about you all day long. You're one of my mm-hmm. favorite humans, but tell, tell the people, tell the people about a little bit about yourself, where you're from. Um, yeah. All the stuff. All the yeah. stuff. Well, first of all, thanks for having me, Liz. Oh, you're um, welcome. I like love listening to the podcast. It's so fun. And yes, you guys, you and Ty are like my bridal little besties. Mm-hmm. Um, so thanks for having me on. Um, but I am Rachel Apple on the bride room in Nashville. Um, and a little bit about me. I mean, I guess I'm just really like lighthearted, fun spirited. Like I'm up for being silly and goofy any time of the week, basically. Yep. Um, I have been in Bridal for what year are we in now? 2019? Yeah, I've been mm-hmm. in for 10 years. 
It's crazy. Wow. Yeah, that is so weird. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just calculating that again. I'm like, that's really crazy. Anyways, yeah, I've been in bridal for 10 years and I have always wanted to own a bridal store. It's been my dream since I was a little girl, which is so strange. A lot of people have to like take different paths into like getting into what they love. And um, when I went to college, I used to sketch gowns in high school. So I have no idea how it came about. It's just like I've had this like innate desire in me. Um, and I've always been super mesmerized by wedding gowns in general. I don't do you make it going. Yeah, I love this. Oh, okay. Thank um, God, this is awesome. So I just growing up, I was I loved pageants. I loved anything that yeah, girl. <laughs> oh, like a gown in general, like super into red carpets. And I would go into Joanne's craft store and like sit in the. Remember the you could go in and flip through those books. Yes. Had all of those flat patterns that you would buy. Yes. And you could go get the pattern out of the drawer and like go get the fabric. So I used to sit there for hours with my mom and we would just like flip through books. I never made anything. I just like loved thinking about making something. It's so cute. Um, I think maybe one time I remember cutting out the pattern on the paper. <laughs> you got that but far. <laughs> I never actually made anything. I just like loved the idea of creating things, but I always like problem solving. So like puzzles or um, in high school, like I loved balancing equations. Like I love math. Like I've always loved like kind of figuring out how we can make something work. Um, and so when it comes to bridal, I don't know. It's just like, I love a transformation story. Princess Diaries is still my favorite movie. Um, like I just love a good transition story. So I've always loved clothes in general. And so going through that process thinking like, well, what do you want to do? What do you not want to do? Bridal is a cool avenue of keeping fashion in my life, but with like mm -hmm. a purpose connected to it because mm -hmm. I always felt like sometimes fast fashion is just so like surface deep and it's all about the status or the label or, mm -hmm. you know, how much can you wear on one occasion and that kind of thing. And I just felt like that didn't feel quite like me because I mean, you know this about me, Liz, but I love, ooh, I love to have fun and like love to feel pretty, but also yes. like I'm probably going to ask you things about your heart as well. So, yes. Um, well, we love you. <laughs> for me, like that was bridal had a purpose, but it was still connected to fashion. So it was kind of the perfect avenue. But yeah, I went to college, studied fashion merchandising at Alabama. And then right after that, I went and interned at Kleinfelds in New York. And then came back to Nashville, ran a bridal store for four and a half years, helped develop a children's clothing brand, and then bought the store three and a half years ago. So yeah, I guess I should say that the store that I own has yeah. been around for 18 years now, and mm -hmm. I took over about three and a half years ago. So it's crazy. World War II. Yeah. 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 I, I love hearing like, I just think it's sweet. You put into like such perfect words why bridal is so fun because it is this mix of fashion which is sweet and fun and cool but then there's like a huge heart piece behind it which I think if you're in the bridal industry like if you're missing that component the heart component of it then like why are you doing it which yeah. is like any any business but at least small business but yeah. um I love that that was yeah. so sweet I just Ooh. love you you guys are gonna love Rachel you probably already do now but like oh it's just you should see these sketches from high school, though, because, I mean, I used to think that, I mean, I would label the names of the people I was designing yes. for, and they'd, like, sitting across from me, and for some reason, in high school, I thought it would be really cool to embroider at the bottom of every dress, like, that love is patient, love is kind verse, <laughs> and it, like, went around the entire, it was so hideous, so. That is hilarious. I still have those, because I just think they're, like, it's such a funny time of life, and, like, how weird that it actually happened, but. Anyways, but it's like, like so sweet. Totally terrible. And I would rather just work with the end product <laughs> and not make them. <laughs> You're like, let me sell other people's designs. Yeah. I'll leave that to them. Yeah. Anyways, it's just funny. I love that. I love that. Um, well, I think it's really fun. So tell people a little bit. You got married. Give us the timeline of like you and Chris and how the store came into that. Like, what did all that look like? For you like what did wedding planning slash being a store owner look like how did that all yeah. so at that time I was, look like? like I was 
in the process of buying the store. Mm-hmm. And if you've ever done anything in small business, the way that that like went down, it took much longer than expected. So I was basically just not working. Like that's <laughs> the premises of it. I was like helping here and there with like these other boutiques, but like I really wasn't doing much. Um, and I was helping my godmother with this booth she had long story short this is how I met my husband was in this like in between time before I bought the store and um was not really doing anything so that's when I met my husband which is so crazy because I probably would have never met him if I had this store and then it just wouldn't have worked out that way yeah yeah so I didn't like go into I don't know. It wasn't like having a bridal store was more important to me than having a husband at that time. Mm -hmm. And it was like, I was fully living me and free and like whatever I wanted to do. And, you know, it was like, I was shining the most light of meanness that could possibly exist in the world. And that's Mm -hmm. when I met my husband. So that was, oh gosh, I'm terrible timelines. (laughs) Let's just call it, I think it's 2016, 2015, 2015. It's like fall 2015. That's right. Um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then, um, so then I bought the store and we had been dating. Okay. We closed on the store in January. We started dating in November. So quick, quick. Yes. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, this guy, like, I really like him. You know, what's going to happen? I'm buying a business. He thinks I'm like some big shot. Maybe I don't know. And I'm not. And you know, Jokes I don't on know. Him. yeah, like what's happening. And so anyways, we just started dating. And I got married in November of 2017. So we got engaged a year after dating. And then a year after that, we got married. Mm-hmm. And getting married in this day and age is it's just hard. It's hard. It's hard yeah. all the way around. And working in an industry, you think like, oh, I have a good grip on it all. You know, I understand mm-hmm. like the expectation in terms of budgeting. And I know what a healthy budget looks like in all of these flowers, cakes, and photographer and all these things like Mm -hmm. I feel like I have a perspective of like what healthy budget gets you and like if you whatever so I got engaged and it was almost like I don't know what I expected honestly (laughs) like I don't know if I had an expectation that people were just gonna like rain showers down on me of celebration (laughs) I don't honestly know but I felt like I didn't have a reaction that like people like almost didn't react to me like they were super excited but it was like different I don't know I have no idea if I just had a funky perspective but I remember telling Chris which is my husband when he was my fiance like I just want some bridal magazines like I just want somebody to like give me a bridal magazine that I just want to feel like a bride because I feel like people think that I already know everything Mm -hmm. and while I did I just wanted to feel special and I wanted to feel celebrated you know and I wanted to feel like this was important I also was, was like curious as to like Am I supposed to be feeling this way and I'm not feeling this way? So I was trying to like regulate all along the way. Yeah. Of, am I supposed to feel something that I'm not? And am I, I don't know. It was so strange. Yeah. So walking through that season was like tough because I felt like, I don't know. There's, well, people who are listening, I suppose if you're getting married, this is the season you're engaged. It's mm-hmm. like constant pressure, constant expectation and I'm a three on the Enneagram, so (laughs) I'm an achiever and I, um, I always go big. So my wedding felt no different to me. I feel like I had not to perform or anything like that. I just, if you know me and you know, Chris, like we love big parties, we love Mm -hmm. things. And so for us, it was like, I really had to sit down and be like, okay, you know, like, what do we value? What do we not value in a wedding? Because for me, like my wedding day was amazing. And I'm sure my mom will listen to this. So mom, it was a great day. Dad, it was a great day. Um, But it was like, it was such a great day, but it was a day. And Mm -hmm. um, people are always like, it's the best day of my life. And if it is your best day of your life, like I'm super happy for you. But for me, like, I kind of hope that it's not your best day ever. Mm -hmm. I hope that you know, that there are better days for you to come. For me, like what I find for my husband and I is that like my favorite moments with him have nothing to do with our wedding day. Like they're, you know, super casual, super funny, mm-hmm. um, more everyday basic stuff. And I just feel like love to me isn't so grand. Like it's not so mm-hmm. big. It's all in like little moments. And so for the wedding day, it was like all this pressure and expectation. And, you know, do I need to lose all this weight? Do I need to, 
you know, start getting more facials? Do I need to, Mm -hmm. like, I just feel like I needed to show up perfect. Mm. And it's so weird. Like, how did, I don't know how it all happened. Like, I don't know how this like pressure, especially on a bride happened. Yeah. Like my husband just went and got measured for a tux (laughs) and he was good. You know, I remember the week of the wedding, he had arranged to have a full golf day. He stayed in the hotel, like, I don't know, three days or something before the wedding Mm -hmm. stuff began. Like, he was so relaxed, just having the best time. Yeah. And I barely slept, and I was worried, and like, do I need to work out more? I remember I put this, this is hilarious. (laughs) I feel excited. (laughs) Have you guys ever seen those, like, um... What is that company called? It works maybe. Oh yeah. The wraps they the use. The wraps. Okay. Yeah. So they say you can put like the, oh, the wraps God. and you put them on and like shrink your body, right? Or something like that. So I remember being like, mom, I believe my double chin is too big. Like we need to wrap. <laughs> so I was sitting at my parents' house and we wrapped, <laughs> I wrapped my oh. neck in this weird, I don't know, whatever their wraps called. And oh my gosh. I wrapped my neck and Oh my God, guys. <laughs> Anyways, I was like, I, maybe this will help my double chin because I need to look good at all my angles, mom. Oh, and meanwhile, my, my husband's like golfing or something. Anyways, and you are wrapping your neck. Just like the, I don't know. The pressure of it, I just felt so, like it felt like I was not only trying to like please everybody else, but also like feel like I was literally never, like I was peaking. Like I needed to peak yeah. at this point in my life. And I think for some people, like maybe that's the truth. Like they are the most fit. They feel the best about themselves and all that stuff on their wedding day. But for me, it just wasn't true. Like it was a really stressful time. I was into like a year and a half into owning the business. And it was just like, I was really like taking a hard learning curve on owning a business and, Mm -hmm. you know, running a business and getting married in the same year was really tough. And I mean, I just feel like if I could tell brides anything, it's just like, you got to prioritize, like prioritize what it means. You know, mm-hmm. if you don't care about cake, like don't spend a thousand dollars on cake, you know, just yeah. get a cake. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just like the little things. And my Chris is actually really good at this. I mean, Liz knows Chris, but mm-hmm. he's, he's a straight shooter. So I wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to have like random things, you know, I wanted to have a parting gift that was, grand and great and <laughs> I wanted to make these custom hats and I know y'all I mean it's like sometimes when you're getting married it's like you come up with the dumbest things that you think people are going to literally like faint over and I was like custom hats they're gonna love them they're gonna wear them and Chris is like oh yeah because they're gonna leave our wedding and be like dang did you guys go to that apple wedding because we got some custom hats I'm like oh, you're right okay all right, that won't matter. You're right. You know, but in the moment, I was so caught up and I was so mad that they were so expensive. And he, anyways, he always just brought me back down to earth. So, anyways, he's really so, so people do not get the custom hats. Nope, no custom hats. But he's not wrong. I mean, what people yeah. take away from events and occasions is like how you like how you made them feel mm-hmm. they had a good time and like it'll be around people they love. Like that's really all that kind yeah. of matters. Yeah. Um, and after that, like, honestly, it just doesn't matter. You know, like mm-hmm. I always tell like the brides here too, is that, you know, food's supposed to hit the middle ground, like just hit the middle. Mm-hmm. Don't be terrible. And you don't have to be crazy fancy. If you got the budget for it, go for it, but just <laughs> go for it hit the middle ground with the food. Mm-hmm. If you love a good party, meaning like you love to dance mm-hmm. and like, that's really important to you. Like go for the band over the DJ. Yeah. But, you know, and if you, if you guys enjoy alcohol, have alcohol, but if you can't afford certain things, like cut back where you can, because people won't notice what they are missing. Totally. You know, but it's yeah. like, I didn't have that perspective until I would run things past Chris and he would be like, really? Does that make sense? Um, yeah. So he was like super good about that, but I just kept feeling like I needed everything. Like mm. it wouldn't be good if I didn't have something. Yeah. Um, and it's just not the reality. Now, like would I go back and have another wedding? No, I wouldn't because, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I just, I would rather have small fun occasions than, mm-hmm. you know, but it's like we, I really had to like take our personalities and break them down because I mm. felt like otherwise we were planning something that was nothing like us and Mm. 
it was so hard. I don't know. It's really hard to like in that early, I mean, some, some people have dated for forever, but mm-hmm. in those early times you have to like start defining like what feels like you. Yeah. And, um, that can be hard sometimes, especially like even when you're shopping for your dress, like of course, you know, we see this all the time, right? Mm-hmm. Is that we come, a girl will come in, she shares with you her vision, her thoughts about the wedding and then maybe some people she brings with her doesn't, they don't really care for how that looks on her or that's not their style. So there's interjecting. And of course, like that's where we come in, you know, right. And we right. can serve as their advocate on that way, but yeah. we watch it happen all the time. That it's an easy like sway of opinion based off of someone's else like perspectives or desires. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to like have your own voice. I think a lot of times too, like it gets sticky with that like payment yeah. process because like, Right. Gifting you this like amazing yeah. wedding, which is not cheap. And right. you're not sure how to like voice what you want. It's very interesting. Like, and I feel like there's, there's a lot of different avenues coming all at one time, you know, like mm-hmm. for my mom and dad, it was like, I'm the youngest. And so for me to start choosing my husband over my parents is a weird thing. And so yeah. I it's like a, it's a special time that like you get super close. Like I was calling my mom like probably every day. Mm-hmm. you know, talking about this and that. So you get like super, super close. And then post-wedding, it's like, you kind of have to like pull back apart because I'm with my husband now right. and I'm not choosing them. And so like that part is, is weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's so much to it. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. That's know. so good. That's so good. I'm like, man, I feel like you just took them to church and therapy all <laughs> the same all the same. Well, and I think like touching on, I love that you touched on wedding dresses. Um, I mean, obviously, but, and just the pressure, mostly like the pressure that you feel in the planning process. And I think for you specifically, I think it's probably really interesting for people to hear like you as someone in the industry still felt that even though if not all the more, you know, that pressure is going to come no matter what. Mm-hmm. It is, and I think probably some personalities are more, um, what am I trying to say? Like susceptible to it, um, to like cave to that pressure. But I think especially for, for brides, like there's so much pressure on the dress for the most part, you know? Um, so for you specifically, I, I mean, obviously I feel like we get asked this all the time, like, oh my gosh, you must have the dress that you already want. Like, I'm sure you know what you want to wear. And I'm like, I literally have zero clue purpose (laughs) but like what was that like for you coming at the angle of like did you feel pressured did you have this like vision that you were like from the get-go you're like this is what I want this is what I'm doing what was what was that like for you and how finding my dress yeah finding your dress I do get asked this question all the time like I bet it was so hard for you to find your dress and everybody wants to know I'm I'm probably like the opposite both of you Liz like it like I did know exactly what I wanted basically you've been sketching it since high school hey now but I have always (laughs) loved like I mean if you guys ever see my wedding pictures like I wanted to be like I want to be queen like I have competed in pageants like I have always wanted to be the queen yeah and um I have like, that was my whole vision the whole time. Like I wanted to wear a huge ball gown. Did I know like the exact details? No, but like I knew for sure a ball gown. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all I knew for sure. And so <laughs> I obviously was like within the store, we have certain designers that we work with. And so I just started kind of foaming, combing, not foaming, <laughs> foaming? Foaming, through. foaming through like the collections. And, um, I kind of am just putting like two dresses together and that was like it. Um, my mom really wanted to have this like shopping experience. Mm-hmm. So what I can tell you is like, let me finish about my dress and I'll come back to this. But um, my mom really wanted to have this like shopping experience, which I like, we went to New York when we went to market and we went to a showroom and my best friend came and it was fun. Oh, fun. But honestly, like it was, you know, like that didn't feel like home to me because like my yeah. store is my home and, um, Anyways, it was nice to have the experience for perspective's sake, mm-hmm. but um, I did know exactly what I wanted. Yeah. I always use the comparison to like, if you owned a restaurant, you kind mm-hmm. of know like what's the best thing on the menu. It doesn't mean that you eat it every day, but mm-hmm. like you always like, you know, your favorite dish, you know, yeah, that's um, good. <laughs> so that was per- like, that was my story. So mine was not too complicated. That's nice. I don't but, yeah, think I'll I have the same story. <laughs> yeah. 
but that's okay. Um, you know, but maybe, but, I was, but I think it's all about like your stage. I think that I was right at, how old was I when I got married? 27. Mm-hmm. I think if I, if, if it would have been post my thirties, I think I, I would have wore a different dress. Yeah. You know? But like, I always tell people that their dress really isn't about, some people are like, I want to look timeless and I forever want to look this way. Like I always mm-hmm. want to love my wedding dress. And my response is like, you're always going to love your wedding dress. Like mm-hmm. the best you right then. My mom still loves her wedding dress and she got married in the eighties. Yeah. You know? So it's not about like having a dress that like forever holds time. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like I think that if you are a trendy person and you wear a trendy dress, then I think that's a okay. Yeah. Um, because that's the best you right then. And that's all that really matters. Mm-hmm. Um, you're still going to love your wedding dress because it's yours. Yeah. You know? So I think that if you're a more classic person, then, Hey, like wear a more classic dress, but, um, wedding planning was anything for me. It was a great like perspective opener to serving brides better because going through the process, it's, it is, it's a lot at once and things that like I super valued were responsiveness from vendors and um, getting back to me in a timely manner because while it may not be the most important thing for them that day, Mm -hmm. it was really important for me. Yeah. And you know, I wanted to feel like their priority, especially with my wedding planner. Like I wanted to feel like I was of a priority for her. Yeah. And so like, what if it was taking days to get back to me from something small that felt like a reject for me. Mm-hmm. And that's because this was something I was really valuing and she didn't, it didn't feel like a revalue to me. Hmm. Uh, in the same regard, like with brides in store, it's like, you know what, if you need to think about it for a day, like mm-hmm. I, I actually understand, yeah. you know, because it's, it's like a different perspective and you feel like maybe you've got a bunch of people with you and you're not sure where your own voice is. And if you walk away, then maybe you have clarification mm-hmm. or you can digest like the money situation or whatever it may be. So um, it's just easier for me to be like, I get it. You yeah. know, I get that that meeting you had this morning with planner X didn't go well and mm-hmm. that frustrated you. And now you're here and it's not that you don't, you're not enjoying this experience, but like you need to like tell me about it. Yeah. Um, so I think that's been something super cool. And I think, I mean, I asked a lot of questions when I was wedding planning because honestly, I just didn't know like yeah. the whole, you pay per slice of cake still baffles me. <laughs> it's insane yeah you know? and I'm like well and like what other and what other sphere do you pay per slice like why can't I just order cake and tell you how many people I need to feed yeah um, so there are things that are really strange but I think where the downfall sometimes comes is like you know people are afraid to ask questions because mm-hmm. they're afraid that like maybe they appear you know uneducated or mm-hmm. you know, like oh nobody asks these questions or like you know, just random things like that. But I don't know where I was going with this. No, but I, I mean, I think that's a great piece of advice is like, don't be scared to ask questions because ultimately like you are uneducated. You've probably yeah. never done this before and that's okay. Like, yes, you can pick up wedding magazines and yes, you can buy the best planner, but like, like paper planner, not like person planner, but you can also buy <laughs> <Or> both. <laughs> or both. Um, but like at the end of the day, like, you don't know. You don't know that you have to pay per slice. You don't know it takes X amount of months for a wedding dress to come in. You don't know. Like, yes, that content's out there and that education's out there, but like no one's expecting you to have all of that knowledge the minute a ring gets put on your finger. Like, I just think that's good for people, for you to say that as someone, especially someone coming from the industry being like, hey, I've, I had been in this for like eight years prior to my wedding and I still had to ask questions and I still didn't know. So, yeah. but also like don't leave people on. I think that was something I yeah. was like pretty straightforward about. And even in our business too, like mm-hmm. we would rather just know if you got a favorite somewhere else, a favorite dress, like I would rather just be on your page and know like, Hey, you've got a favorite dress somewhere else. Like let yeah. us know, but let's shop around of course. But like, I would yeah. rather know then you like hide it from me because you feel yes. as if you're wasting my time. You're not wasting anyone's time. Yeah. You know, everyone's really there truly to help you. And it is a business of course, but same with like any other thing and wedding planning process. If you meet with a florist and you don't vibe or they're too expensive, mm-hmm. just write them out loud and say, Hey, 
I don't think this is going to work for me and my budget or, or whatever, because I feel like leading vendors on honestly just is going to put you in a position where they're going to continue to follow up. It's more for them. It's more ring around the rosy for you. Just be honest. Like if you have a budget of something, then just say that that's your budget and it is a hundred percent. Okay. You'll find someone in your budget with whatever it is. And if you don't, then maybe you at least learn something along the way and you need to readjust your budget or something. Yeah. I think leading vendors on wasn't, that's not something I did, but that was because I had the perspective of owning a store and we also don't enjoy when people (laughs) tell us one thing and then execute something totally different. And so like I had the perspective of it's not even, it doesn't even hurt us. It doesn't hurt our feelings because we know that we aren't going to sell to everyone in our store and you guys are the same, Same. but we'd rather know than have to like play the game. Yeah. We're not, we don't want to do that. Yeah. So I don't know. That was just something I feel like if it would be easier if, you didn't feel bad that you're like, yeah. I'm not using you. You don't feel, you don't yeah. feel bad. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, I mean, it kind of goes along with like, you don't want to play games when you're dating. Like don't play game. Cause you're kind of <laughs> in a way, like in the beginning of planning, like you're kind of dating around to see who's the best fit. And then like, just commit when you commit, but like, don't, yeah, don't leave people on. Don't play the game. Like it's good for no one. It's stressful for the bride or the couple, whatever. And it's, it, it's just dumb. It's a waste of like time and energy on everyone's. Yeah. Front. I would say don't, don't do that. And then also just don't feel like you've got to communicate through you. If you are like, if your parents are helping you pay for the wedding or whatever mm-hmm. situation may be, like don't communicate through your mom so that your mom communicates for you to the vendor. That often, like that often can feel very like it can come across very wrong and she may not whoever that person is for you may yeah. not communicate the way that you actually need to communicate mm-hmm. and while it is your wedding and sometimes people love to have people support them and feel like they're working for them in this wedding mm-hmm. process like just just own up to things all the time because mm-hmm. It's just going to be easier if you can communicate directly to someone than if you are trying to send your message through someone else because it yeah. often can end in a situation that just doesn't feel it didn't it just didn't work and honestly it takes way longer. Um, yeah, you know, like everybody in the wedding business is in the business to make money, and mm-hmm. that's just the reality of it. It's like any other sphere of business, but this one happens to have, yes, more meeting, more purpose, but also high emotions. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like as a bride, you kind of walk this like line as of like, you should cater to me at all times because I am mm-hmm. the bride and right. I reign supreme. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that because you are a bride that you have leverage, yeah. to leverage free, whatever. And Um, I think that like, even for me going through that process is like, I'm the brand, you should pay attention to me. This is what I want. These are my expectations and this is my budget. So fit it all in that one little box for me and that will be great. Just send it to November 4th. Um, and like, that's not how anyone works. Like there are real Uh humans who make the flower arrangements that show up and you have to pay for them. Yeah. Like while that can be frustrating, it's also like, it just is what it is. So it is what it is. Yeah. I think that was, you know, it's just a fine line that you walk. This is a bride. You really do want to feel celebrated and you want to feel important. You want to feel loved. But I think you have to remember that if that's all you want to feel the whole time, then truly hire a wedding planner and let her do her thing. Yes. Or his thing. You know, there's multiple <laughs> genders in the wedding. <laughs> um, so, you know, let them do their thing, but don't step on their toes either. So it's like, you know, if you only want to feel those things, that's fine, but just hire it out so that you don't have to deal with it, you know, yeah. because you are going to be needed to make decisions and mm-hmm. there will never be, I mean, there's so many options. I can't even tell you that was, yeah. that's so. another thing that it's like, you not only feel pressure, you feel expectation, but then you're like, holy cannoli, there is a lot of darn options. <laughs> like what yeah. will I do? Um, from everything and chairs, chargers, napkins. Holy, holy cow. The napkins, <laughs> I was just like, what? I, I literally want white. 
Do you that want is- cotton or linen or excuse me? You know, it's like <laughs> it it was all the things you get all the choices for. So and you're like, I don't, at the end of the day, you're like, I don't care. Yeah, Whatever. I'm like, I'm like it's all coming back to me right now. So I'm like, whoa, <laughs> I'm remembering it all. <laughs> you're like, I'm having a little bit of PTSD. Well, and that's like a perfect, if you could do knowing what you know now, like living through all of it, would you, and you've kind of touched on this, like you wouldn't change your day. Like you, you did learn in the midst of planning, like, okay, don't do the custom hats. Like don't do the whatever, but is there anything else or maybe like your bit, you've given so much good encouragement and advice, but like, would you change anything about your wedding or just that season of like engagement and wedding planning? Like, are you, do you ever look back and think like, man, I could have done that differently. Or like, this would have been so much less stressful if I had just done like X, Y, Z, or I wish I had taken time with Chris in this way. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, I wish I would have asked this question to Chris, like what he would have said to me. Yeah. But I didn't. Um, (laughs) I know. I would love to know what he would say. Yeah. I think he would probably say, like, I wish she wasn't a stress. Like, I think that's what he would say. Because um, it was – I just wanted it all to be perfect. And I was so tired on our first day of our honeymoon because I honestly, like, right before – I didn't sleep. The day of rehearsal, I woke up at 4 a.m. and was wide awake, had, like, racing mind – Um, I just like wanted everything to be great. And so, um, I I don't know. I was like, I was, I was more so worried than I was stressed, I guess. And I just wanted to look super good. I was like, not the skinniest I've ever been. So like, I still regret that, but who cares? You know, like now I'm like, who cares? But, um, yeah, I think I would just be less stressed. And I think, yeah, I probably... I probably should have trusted more like mm-hmm. my, my planner and my mom, like I probably should have just trusted them with things more, but I, I had a hard time where I struggled to like micromanage the back end of a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to check and recheck things um, like little things. I still think about my wedding, like my bouquet was not what I wanted. It's not what I asked for, but whatever. Right. Well, you look at that point, like it was day of, yeah. I had to move. I had to yeah. get, going. Um, I probably would have like, yeah, wanted more small moments that I could just like remember. It was all blur and we had a big party. I mean, it was so fun. Like we, it was so much fun. And one of my friends was watching my wedding video the other day and she's like, your wedding video is like a hype video for weddings. Like (laughs) it looks like the most fun. Like I want to, I just want to have a wedding because your wedding looks so great. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, I guess. Thanks. You know? Yeah. Um, What a compliment. That's awesome. Yeah. What a compliment. I was like, I didn't know it was a hype video, but yeah. So I would say stress less, which is like, of course, so much easier said than done. Right. And when you're in like the thick of it, like what can you do in the middle? I think that's like, you know, like I listen to a lot of podcasts in general. Mm-hmm. And so like people give these like big grand ideas and you're like, sounds cool, but you're not in my situation. Um, <laughs> you know? So yes. I think like if I could go back to that time, oh my gosh, what a thing. I probably, I know this is going to sound crazy. I probably would have take, like, I probably would have worked out more, which sounds weird, but here's why I like, if I'm working out regularly, like I'm taking time for my brain to breathe and I can like process things. Like if I go on a walk in the morning and just like listen to music or a podcast, like it gives me time to like get away from the rest. Yeah. If I would have just taken that time to just be like, I have to for Mm me to do this, you know, Mm -hmm. when I was in the process of getting married, I feel like I needed to give more than I got. Like I needed Mm -hmm. to make sure I showed up for, all the things, you know, like if you needed me here, I was there. If I was, if you needed, if we need to make a, have a 12, a noon meeting because it was convenient for all these other vendors, I was there. I I would sacrifice like my work schedule Mm -hmm. or I wouldn't work out. Like I was willing to sacrifice anything for that day. And I think looking back, I probably would have been like, no, Um, maybe make more boundaries around those Mm -hmm. things. Like I think that would have been more helpful for me to just like take time to be like, I have like, this is something yeah. I carry forward for the rest of my life is like, I'm going to need this walk in the morning or I'm going to need this mm-hmm. you know, hour workout here or whatever. Yeah. Uh, self-care, I guess is this. Some, some people put it, but those things like that, like they take, yeah. 
those go into post wedding life. Exactly. Yeah. And I think changing up all the routines of hanging out with friends and sacrificing mm -hmm. Pete's and I or, or whatever, just because you are prepping for this one day. I, I just don't know if I would have given them up like I would have, you yeah. know, because I was, you don't need to sacrifice it all just before your wedding. Mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. all the little things. Like if you normally have wine night once a month with the girls, don't not go. Yeah. You know, like keep a normal life and keep, just keep doing what you would normally do post-wedding during that process. Because if you start changing all these things, then after it, you're almost like remorseful or like you've yeah. got nothing else big to plan. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people feel that like after their wedding, they have like not postpartum, but like, <laughs> like kind of, yeah. But like that from wedding planning. I think it's cause like that is all they do. Yeah. It becomes their about, life. All they prep for, all they look out Instagram and Pinterest. And like, it really is like a hundred percent mind takeover. Mm -hmm. And then like, even at work, you're thinking about your own wedding. Right. And I mean, I was guilty of that too. I remember like being upstairs and like, maybe I'm paying the bills, but maybe I'm looking at flowers. Um, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. And I just, it just set me up for like afterwards. I was so glad it was over because my life was back to normal that I was so yeah. happy. But some people have the opposite reaction where it's yeah. like, they don't want to return back to normal life because that's what not the life they really want. Mm -hmm. And so um, I think that if you can set yourself up for like a better life post, I would have probably, I probably would have done more work there. Mm, that's so good. That is so good. I feel like everybody needs to hear that. I'm like, even yeah. me, like not in that season being like, put those rhythms in your life now. You like, it's not putting that pressure on this, like one event in your life. Um, and also hire a videographer would be my only like practical, yes. tactical takeaway. Yes. Yes. We, we interviewed our videographer friends and I was like, advocate for video. Yeah. I honestly, like it was, I, I don't, I like two weeks before our wedding and Beth, you know, Beth Chapman, she's been mm -hmm. on your podcast too. Yeah. She was showing, I don't remember what it was, but it was her anniversary and her kids and her like watch their wedding video and like oh. ordered, they'd ordered like Chinese and they're like watching the V8. And I was like, I can't rob my future children of like potentially not having this moment. Oh my God. So anyways, we hired a videographer like two weeks before our wedding. And it's the thing that like, we're so grateful we spent the money for. And I remember yeah. being like, don't worry. It's just like this many thousands of dollars, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so dumb. But anyways, it's for sure like the best money we spent the whole time. Like it was, I, I'm, we're so grateful for that video. Mm, and all the so coverage good. that it was it's so it's yeah so there's just something so valuable about like being able to hear your voice again from that day and like yes pictures are incredible but like there's something that video is able to capture that like pictures yeah. can't always do even like our ceremony you know it's like because you do kind of miss all the like the little details and our yeah. priest is like so funny and yeah anyways yes awesome. videographer amen I love it I love it. I love it. Okay. Well, we ask this of every guest on our podcast. Our mantra here at Twirl is she twirled through life with a heart full of joy. What for you, Miss Rachel Apple, is the foundation of your joy? So I knew you were going to ask this. And I was like, <laughs> foundation of joy. Like, what does that even mean? You know, like, what does she want me to say? And so I'm like, I'm just going to tell her it makes me happy. <laughs> I love it. Um, I love it. So Anyways, for me, like what makes me the most happy is when I'm like fully myself, which may yeah. sound so dumb, but yeah. I even asked this to Chris. I was like, what makes me super happy? Mm -hmm. oh, let me get my phone out. Let me see what you tell me. Oh, I and love this. It was a hundred percent spot on. Oops. Don't you love when people know you? He said random fun activities. Yes. <laughs> and Arnie, which is our dog. But, um, <laughs> It is true. Like for me, we went putt putt golf the other night with my parents and nice. it was like, that brought me a lot of joy. I yeah. can go to sandwich class and that brings me a lot of joy. I can, um, I don't know. I mean, I can do anything. I can bounce on my bed and that makes me happy. <laughs> Working with brides makes me really happy. Mm -hmm. Um, so for me, I guess like foundation of joy is like when I can just like not like I just release this barrier of like the external world judging mm -hmm. me and I'm just like, I'm out there and it's like so fun and I feel like people are always like, how are you so like yourself? And I'm like, I have no idea. It's so fun. <laughs> um, but dancing, I think the things that bring the most joy are dancing, 
Mm-hmm. Like helping people that really mm-hmm. makes me happy, brings me joy. Yeah. I love to be outside. Yeah. So I don't have like a beautiful poetic no, I love that. for that because I'm I like, Liz, could you just interpret what I'm saying and then maybe write it down for me and send it back and we'll, try it <laughs> we'll just do this again. No, but I think that's sweet because I think like earlier you said like about your, like your and Chris's relationship, like your favorite thing wasn't your wedding day. Like it wasn't one thing. It's this, it's all these little moments that are the culmination of who you all are together. Like that's what you love so much about your all's marriage and life together. And so it only makes sense that like what brings you joy is it's a culmination of lots of little things. Yeah. And I think that's so, I think that's so crucial that people need to remember, like it doesn't always have to be one big thing that, that brings you joy. And I think overarching, I'm hearing you say like relationships, like fun things with the people in my life that I love. But it's it's little things with those people that bring you bring you the joy of life. So, yeah, girl, yeah, you don't need, you don't need poetry. You just need yeah, honesty. it's kind of like you know the difference between like if you were on the Bachelorette versus like real like dating. You know, like <laughs> one's big and grandiose, and the other is like real life and is so fun. Yeah, you know, it's like so funny because like on that show too. I feel like post the show, they're always like, "We just want to go to Costco together." I'm like, "No, you don't." Like, you want to go back to all that big crazy stuff. Like, you want to get in a helicopter again? We know. Yeah, but like I think that that's like part of like to me like what love is. Like I think. I don't know, in my Instagram bio, it says like lover of simple things. Mm-hmm. And um, that's just true for me in general. But I feel like a lot of people find big meaning and sh- people showing up in little moments. Yeah. So like, I feel like that is like who, who I am is a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Of course, I could love to have, you know, like hard hitting, deep conversations and ask yeah. the hard things. But, you know, I am a lot like I like to have more fun in general. So it's, it's, that's what I got. Yeah. No, I love that. I love that so much. And you do, you do that so well. Like you show up in unexpected little ways that love your people so well. Like I remember when we were in Chicago together, I'm going to brag on Rachel for a minute because she just like blew us away. We were there for a retreat and we were hanging out and we were like, oh, let's just go like drink some. We stayed in this awesome Airbnb and it had a rooftop and it finally was pretty. And we were like, let's go upstairs and like um, just drink some champagne on the rooftop. Like it'll be so fun. Little did Ty and I know that Rach had totally like planned it and she had had our whole staff like write us sweet notes and she surprised us with them like up on the rooftop and it was like so unexpected, but like so sweet and so like such a simple act. It wasn't simple. That like took a lot of thought, but, um, but it was simple and like, it was just like sweet notes from our staff, but that you just like knew, like you knew that that would be such an encouragement to us. And it was sweet, but yeah, so you're, I, you are what you say you are. Like you you get what you get for, for all the good things with you. And I love that. Yeah. And all the bad things too. Right. I mean, (laughs) no, 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 no. I love it. Well, friend, I love you. Tell our listeners because now they love you, um, how they can follow along with you. Cause they're going to be like, I want, I want Rachel in my life. I'm like, well, Here's how you can yeah. have her. <laughs> this is going to be like, you need more stories. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, okay. Well, so the store is the bride room. So just add the bride room. And then I'm Rachel F as in frog apple. <laughs> Should I say it again? Without the frog. <laughs> that is so perfect. <laughs> because it's not for frog, which is like my favorite. Right? Right. Yeah. I was like, is it frog? That really made me question if you really knew you for a second I was like wait have I been deceived this whole time no Um, no no but yeah so follow Rachel on Insta she's the best and then yeah those are your that's like your main main source of connection right oh yeah oh yeah other than my email (laughs) you're like but you don't need that yeah no but if you need to email Rach if you're in Nashville or yeah. Somewhat local person. You yeah. can go to her website. Absolutely. Come and hang out, out there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Rach, thanks so much. This is yeah. the best. Thanks for having me. It was so fun. This was so fun. I feel like you just brought such a fun, 
fun. I basically like uh, begged to be on the podcast because I was like, um, Liz, I'm a friend. And <laughs> she's like, put me on. And I was like, okay, what do you want to no, talk she about? She was like, what's your angle? So I was like, <laughs> I was not, not true. Yeah. I just, I had to think for a second. I was like, okay, how can we like, what can we talk about? I was like, ooh, industry angle. It was good. Yeah. And you just brought it. It was, it was perfect. Hopefully. Hopefully I didn't talk in circles, but you didn't. It was perfect. And I loved it. I want to tell you guys, Rach is the best, isn't she? I know. I know. She's amazing. I'm, I was so serious in the intro when I told you, like, if you DM her and you're like, hey girl, I heard you on Twirl Talk. I'm coming to Nashville or I'm from Nashville. Like she will be your friend. So, um, if you were encouraged today, like go follow her on Instagram at the bride room at Rachel F Apple, um, say, Hey, tell her how you encourage. She would love to hear from you. And, um, and you just make her day. I mean, who doesn't love to hear that? Um, you brought some happiness into the world today. So, um, yeah, guys, I hope you were encouraged bride or not. Like, I hope that this was just an enlightening episode and just kind of gave you some light, something lighthearted and fun to laugh to and be encouraged by. And that's just what we want to be for you guys is just a space to escape the world for a minute, uh, whatever is going on in your world. And you can come here and be encouraged and hopefully laugh some and just be lifted up. That's always the goal of every episode we have. And, uh, we just love when these conversations can serve you in that way. And guys, if, uh, you did love what you heard today. Sorry, I'm like tongue tied over here. Um, would you please, while you're on your phone, go to Apple podcast. You're already in there. If you're listening to this or Spotify, whatever. Um, but go to Apple podcast and please leave a five-star rating and or kind review. Um, just so we can continue to grow this podcast and get in the ears and hearts as many people as possible. Again, not to be anything big and fancy on our end, but We just want to reach as many people as we can for the very reason I just said that we can serve people and love them, um, by being just a fun, safe place to come and escape to, um, yeah. So thanks in advance. If you do, um, if you want to follow along with us on other platforms, feel free to hang out with us on Instagram at twirl talk podcast or at our main place at twirl You can visit us if you're local twirlboutique.com. We would love to celebrate you in person. If you're in that season of life or if you're not, but you've got some friends, send them our way and come with them. We would love to meet you and celebrate you. And, um, yeah, we're just so grateful for y'all. Again, huge shout out to our amazing podcast sponsor for this episode, Simply Done Invites. Don't forget to use the code SimplyTwirl and receive free RSVP envelope printing. All right, gang, we love you so much and we will be back soon with another great episode. Have an awesome day. We love you. Bye.